don't, I don't think I want donuts to crunch. Well, with a donut hole, you kind of want it to crunch a little bit. Just a little bit, because you want to get like, it's almost like a cream filling on the inside. But I was just, I was just talking about how. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't think you're wrong necessarily. That's, I, what, that's I'm why just I'm thinking, equating it to like. I'm like, thinking of crunch as like. No, I'm not talking about like a fucking jawbreaker, homie. Right. I'm talking about like you have. Just like a slight, very thin layer of. You know like fried Oreos? Yeah. You know, whenever you bite into it, there's like that, that little bit of a crunch at the beginning, and yeah. then like the Oreo's now moist because it's been deep fried. Right. It's like the same concept. Nice and moist. 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 Two bags of donuts. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> to, to the show. I'm going to stop using the music that we found and just. We should just record us doing that. <laughs> we should make like a little, little, <laughs> little intro thing. <laughs> <laughs> we should 100% do that absolutely absolutely um welcome well, welcome episode 10 welcome boys in to, girls to bags of the arts <laughs> <laughs> <So> like dexter <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in my laboratory did <laughs> Speaking of uh, laboratory, uh, I went to a dentist <laughs> this week. <laughs> what? Yeah. I was not related at all. Yeah, doctors. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all people of science. <laughs> so, like, if I have a quantum physics degree and I'm, like, a PhD. Oh, by the way, I've, then, I've been to a dentist. Oh, by the <laughs> Oh, that's nice, sir, but I'm a dentist. Right. <laughs> Same thing. Not even comparable. Uh, so I, I went and saw a dentist this week because of my tooth pain uh-huh. that I expressed last week. Good, and thing, good thing you didn't go for your eye pain that you've been having. Yeah. Yeah. True. Anyway. anyway. Dentists are only good for one thing. That's, yeah. That's your mouth. What's an eye doctor? You know what's, you know what's funny? is An optometrist? I know. But no one calls them that. They're like, yeah, I, got, I went to the eye doctor. No one's like, I had yeah. an optometry appointment. Yeah, that's true, I guess. You know, like, you go to the dentist's office. Now you went, like, I went to the tooth doctor. <laughs> <laughs> you always call it by the a shorter, easier word to say. It's like, it's like back in the day, optometrists came to fruition and people were like, that's too hard. It's just eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> <coughs> anyway, so you went uh, to the dentist. I did. I went to a dentist. Dentist boy. One dentist girl, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, You're not seeing a lot of men in the dentist force nowadays. That's a good thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not necessarily. It's not like I'm all about equality, man. Like, I'm not trying to be like. No, I didn't mean. I didn't mean like. Good, get, get all, the get all men out of the dentist. Of the, I don't like men touching my mouth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I went. I went to see a dentist. Uh, it was. It was nice. It was uh, at no cost to me, which was the way it should be. <laughs> how did How did that happen? Um, the Aspen Dental. Uh huh. Not not a sponsor yet. Uh, they, <laughs> uh, they'll give you they'll if you don't have insurance, which I I do not, uh, they'll they'll give you a screening and an X-ray for free, and then they recommend you follow up and get your teeth removed, uh, which is going to cost me five thousand dollars. Yeah, but we'll cross that bridge, you know, when we come to that. So. <laughs> 
Which won't ever happen. We won't find an alternate route. It's gonna happen. <laughs> right. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get a pair of pliers. I'm just gonna rot out, bro. Like uh go to Mexico I, and buy I, some I, veneers for thirty dollars or something. I got there and the the uh uh God, I don't know what the correct term is. It's not a nurse, but like the dental Anist- assistant. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a dental uh, assistant. Yeah. Dental hygienist. Is what no, it's called. not the hygienist. The hygienist was really nice too, but the the dental assistant, the the that is their the title. Then person, <laughs> right? The person that took my X rays was like hardcore flirting with me. Was she? Yeah. Is she cute. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I I mean she she's not my type. Okay. Um, but like to an uncomfortable level, like she would be like, you know, and I mean. I might be misconstruing this as her just being really, really nice, but she'd be like in my mouth and <laughs> she'd be trying like, to think of it. There's a lot of people flirting with me there. <laughs> she she was like putting shit like that's your first <laughs> ever since you were a child, like a kindergarten, a girl just stuck a finger in your mouth. You're like, you flirted with me, bro. That's my girlfriend now. <laughs> Jesus. So, so uh, she she had, she was in your mouth. Yeah, she was putting like metal rods and stuff in. <laughs> Kinky. <laughs> you know, for they have this X-ray gun and this thing that swings around your face, and she was like, she was like, all right, now Ben. <laughs> And bite down. <laughs> that sounds like she is really getting right. intimate. Now open. Yeah, and bite down. Uh, <laughs> she, uh, but but anyway, yeah. So that was that was basically it. She was flirting with me real hard, and then when I went to leave, give she me was an like, example. You have yet to prove to me. I just don't want to be that specific, but I will. <laughs> uh, like she, she. What was, if she knows you from this podcast? That's why she was. Flirting what with if you. she was like, this might be the Austin Ford, <laughs> the Austin. Ford. How many Austin Fords live in New Braunfels? <laughs> well, it was actually in uh, Selma that, the, that I went to. Oh, Selma there. <laughs> yeah, Selma, Selma. How many Austin Fords in general? Probably in the world. They're probably there's a few. Most of them are probably black. To be honest with you. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever Googled our, like, anyone with our yes. last name? There's, like, zero but, like, white people. Holy fuck. <laughs> there's, there was an Austin Ford that's a lawyer, and then there's an Austin Ford that was a murderer. There's also an Austin Ford dealership in Austin, Texas. No, there's not. Yes, there is. No. Google it. No. No. <laughs> not worried about it. I promise you there is. So, you Austin's know. like, that was my plan. <laughs> <laughs> that was my retirement. Austin Ford, Austin Ford. <laughs> I used to have people tell me that all the time in school. Like, you should move to Austin and open a Ford dealership. Call it Austin Fords, Austin Fords. Austin Fords, Austin Ford, Lincoln, and what's their other one that they Mercury. Did? Mercury. They don't even do Mercury anymore. It's just yeah, Ford, Ford Lincoln. No. Mercury does not exist anymore. Pretty sure Mercury still exists. It doesn't. <laughs> When's the last Mercury car you've ever seen in your Is life? Is that true? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you're I thinking have of friends like, that are like all into fucking Mercury. You're thinking about like a Buick, maybe. No, like Buick and Mer- <laughs> <laughs> Mercury's. How do you say it? Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. Mercury's. How do you say it? 
Mercury. That's such a weird word <laughs> to say. Mer- Mercury? Mercury. Oh, shit. Defunct as of uh, January 4th, 2011. Defunct? Mm-hmm. No longer around. Okay. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They don't make them anymore, man. Like, the last thing they made was, like, police cruisers. And the police cruisers were like, I'm going to a Ford Expedition. Or Explorer, whatever the hell they're using. Neat. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I have friends that are, like, totally all into, like, the Mercury brand. Really? Yeah. I have. And I wonder if they know that no they don't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they don't. They're just, they're really into it. They have no idea. They're, they're like, like, man, the next time a Mercury comes out. I can't wait for that new 2019 <laughs> Mercury. <laughs> Mercury. 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 <laughs> oh, that makes an interesting sound. I'm swishing around a bottle of chocolate milk. <laughs> uh, the way, do it again. Let's just be our intro music. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do this, man. We're gonna we're gonna make a show. I promise. <laughs> we're gonna give you something to listen to. I'd like to one day um, make this like a little studio thing and like film some of our like little segments here yeah. and there. Be cool. I'd like to do that, but uh, there's a couple steps that need to be taken first. Yeah, getting out of my bedroom. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyone who wants to give us a free studio, hit right, me up. Right. My we phone number um, can be found somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that, please. <laughs> I was real worried that you were about to get your phone no. out. I was like, Brandon. <laughs> uh, I knew you were going. That's why I did it. <laughs> so this is gonna be funny. <laughs> so something else that happened this week that was really exciting. Destiny 2 Forsaken is finally out. Destiny 2 Forsaken. And I have put in a lot of hours. Uh, Probably around 40 hours hours already. So many hours. And, well, it has to have been at least 40 hours because the first two days it was out, I played a total of about 20 hours. Jesus Christ. I know. (laughs) I know. The first day I played 12 hours straight. I didn't take a break. Sometimes I genuinely am like, what would it be like to just not have a wife and a kid? <laughs> that. I feel like this, play video games this is, 12 hours straight. I would have a problem, probably. Uh, but, but you know, it was... It's, but. <laughs> my my verdict is it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. If you are have ever been a Destiny fan and you've been looking for an excuse to get back into playing it again, this is it. This expansion is amazing. Uh, the campaign was wonderful. I am in the mid game right now, which is like the campaign is over and there's stuff to do before the raid releases this upcoming Friday. I've never done a raid in my life. That makes, that breaks my heart. Some of the most fun I've ever had in a video. I don't have friends. That's probably why. That's not true. My friends are your friends. No, I don't feel like they are. (laughs) No, I don't don't agree with that. (laughs) I mean, I feel like, like Ian is my friend. Right. (laughs) Both of them a little bit. Ian hasn't done, uh, Ian Ion Kuarins hasn't done any raids in D2. He only did them in D1. It breaks my heart a little bit. Yeah. It really does. Because, like, if you're a video game fan and if you enjoy games that are like looter shooters, like Destiny or Borderlands or whatever, the most fun thing you can do in something like that is a raid. Yeah. It's super intense. It's super rewarding. <coughs> it's, it's a ton of, ton of fun. Yeah. And that's the, I mean, I don't know, I have a co-worker, um, 
who I don't think he has the Forsaken actual DLC, but I guess there's an update that came out for it. Is that right? Uh, yes. But also something else happened. Go ahead and keep telling me. And so so tell he, well, he brought it up. He was like, "Hey, do you play Destiny 2? And I said, "No, my brother's huge into it. I just don't have, you know, right now I don't have internet and stuff like that." And so. He was like, well, it's freaking awesome, man. Like, the game is way better than it was before. He was like, it's a really, really, really fun shooter now. He's like, I... Well, he has a wife and a kid, too. And he was like, I spend way too much time playing that game ever since it came out. Like, ever since... And he's like, but I don't know, because all my friends said I had to pay for it, and I didn't pay for it, and I'm pretty sure, like, things... Does he play on PlayStation? Xbox, I think. Okay. Because if he plays on PlayStation, Destiny 2, the base game... Was given to PlayStation Plus members this month. Mm-hmm. So if he plays on PlayStation, that's how he would have gotten it for free. Now, if he's talking about just like <clears throat> the update and he's had D2 for a while, mm-hmm. then yes, there was a free update. It was update 2.0 that released for every player of Destiny 2. Yeah, um, no, he's had he's had Destiny for a while. Okay. Whenever I first got there, he was talking about it with uh, the other guy. That he sure. There. Um, but yeah, so update 2.0 was, was I, I think... It was August 28th? No. When was that? August 31st, I think. Maybe it was the 28th. Anyway, a week before Forsaken dropped, it would have been the 28th. A week before Forsaken dropped, they released Update 2.0, which updated the game a bunch. Um, they made they completely changed the weapon system around. I love the new weapon system. It's been super cool going through and like progressing through Forsaken. Um... Like, for example, the level cap used to be 30 XP, now it's 50, mm-hmm. uh, and then the power level cap used to be 385, now it's 600, and I am stuck at right around 520. Okay. Uh, which is awesome. I love I love the soft cap, I love trying to grind and break through that, but, like, getting to, like, just find new weapons just by playing, um, like, I, right now, the current loadout I run is an energy hand cannon, mm-hmm. I have a kinetic sniper rifle. And then I run uh, either a sleeper simulant, which is an exotic fusion rifle for your heavy slot, Mm -hmm. or a rocket launcher. Yeah. Which, for people that don't play Destiny and don't play video games, this is really fucking boring. (laughs) But, like, this shit is super cool to me, and it's super exciting. No, and I wish that I could relate more to it. Like, I do want to play Destiny 2, it's just right now I don't have a way to. And I really need... I'm probably going to end up buying a PlayStation and another couple Xbox remotes or something, too, because... My wife and my daughter like to break my shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, I need to. I want like my own man cave. Is really really want maybe sure. like air conditioned like garage or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, is there anything else exciting that happened? With um, the- I mean, as far as Destiny stuff goes, like the raid is this Friday. I'm super excited to play that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably stream that on my Mixer yeah. account, which I'm I'm looking forward to. So you're gonna do the raid and and like live stream it mm-hmm. on mixer yeah um, why don't you do it on twitch what's the difference uh i mixer has some features that i like and twitch has some features that i like mm-hmm. um it's just it's easier to stream on mixer from your xbox okay uh and also chat updates uh instantaneously so twitch, instead of there being a delay yeah. like there's on twitch so twitch you would want like a like a capture card yeah all sorts of like, stuff like all that, that setup that i just don't like, have yeah like green um, screen and right, all that right, crap that kind of stuff yeah, mixer, okay. mixer. It's just easy. It's it's like two is button that what presses on your Xbox. Is that what streams on whenever he yeah. goes live? Yeah, it's is on mixer. mixer. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, Forsaken's out. If you, like I said, if you are looking for a reason to How's play the it, story? it's play? it's phenomenal. It's it's leaps and bounds better than anything they've ever done. Um, How was Destiny 2's story in general? Destiny 2's main campaign, I really enjoyed. And like overall, it was praised for being a really good campaign. There's just some cringy, so was you it know. Was well-received, though? Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, the community's kind of torn. I'd say probably 70-30, like it to dislike it. Uh-huh. Um, or maybe even, you know, more or less, give, and, give or take, whatever. Um, but the Forsaken campaign is universally, everyone really likes it. Good. So that's crazy. It just came out this week, right? Mm-hmm. And you finished it already. I have started my third character. So you finished it twice already. Yes, and I'm about a quarter of the way through it on my third. Jesus. Yep. I never understood that. You've done that ever since, like we were kids. You've always been able to. I can't do that. Like God of War was my my favorite story ever in any game ever. Mm-hmm. Um, There's something play- interesting to me about replaying games in general. I've never, I don't know, it's like the, the movie 300. Like, every time I watch that movie, I find new shit that I didn't see before. That's the idea. And so, exactly. yeah. I mean, I understand it. Or in games where, like, choice is really important, uh-huh. getting to go back and make different choices than what you would have actually made. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fallout, that's that's a big reason yeah, why I, 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 I can replay Fallout. Fallout is, that's why I think Fallout is one of my favorite games of all time, because There's so I can many play different it. ways to play through that game. Especially, Fallout 3 was the biggest one for me because of how, um, like, what was it, Karma, that was a big deal yeah. in Fallout 3, where it's like... If you're fucking if people you're a over, good person yeah, or a like bad person, you would know. Yeah, yeah, and so that was that was super cool to me. Was it really was like your choices affect? And I think that honestly, it sounds dumb as fuck. Look, thinking about it right now, but that might be why around the time Fallout Three came out, I started straightening out as a person a little bit. <laughs> no, be- I mean because it the like, idea really that makes video you games can't have the same profound effects that music or yeah. movies can is ridiculous. Yeah. I- but that's that's an argument all in and of itself, yeah. and we have well, stuff laid out for today. It's, it's an art, right? You right. Know? And so art is influential. That's the whole idea yeah. behind art. That's why paintings have I, influence. Everything to to get into it as as lightly as possible. I think that video games are the most the most not not influential, but the most. Uh, uh, I can't think of the word. But, you know, you, you, when you play a video game and you are the one making those choices, it's not a passive medium. Like, yeah. like theater or film or art um, or music is, where you're just experiencing as it was exactly intended. Like, mm-hmm. in a video game where you take control of it and you are the one consciously, like, doing the everything that you do and then making the choices that you make, it, it's different and it's powerful. And, and I think that that's how the world needs to see it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, games that are shooters like Fallout or or uh, Destiny won't ever make those differences, but there are some games that really, really tap into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really weird. Because um, whenever you, you start to say video games are influential, sometimes it turns people off because they're like, okay, well, if it's influential in a positive way, how can it not also be influential in a negative way? Right. And then that gets into a whole different... That's a whole political that's a whole spectrum. Yeah. Like, thing um but anyway what else but like with with fallout whenever it came out it was like the dialogue that you would have with people and the way that you would speak to people whenever you wanted to have good karma or versus when you want to have bad karma and then it really does play out in your head it's like wow if this was real life what would i actually say to this person right right like, how would i want to 
address this. And so I kind of started approaching my life that way where I used to be very brash with people whenever I was younger and I, I didn't care about like how people felt. I was just like, whatever, right. fuck, all, fuck everybody. Um, and then it was like, after that, it was like, you know, I think that's probably why people don't like me. That's probably why there's <laughs> like a lot of issues there. And so you start to make a different yeah. decision. It's well, crazy. Good. It's crazy. Um, so you came to me this morning and said that you had something mm-hmm. you wanted to talk to me about and wouldn't tell me what it was. I until... think you're going to be a little disappointed by it, but... I, I mean, think... you know, it's whatever. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm done to talk about <laughs> I it. I think I set it up a little too, no, no, no. too much for you. Um, but, okay, so I was on uh, Facebook this morning. I saw a thing that IGN posted, and it was hella clickbait. And it said, Jack and Daxter 4 coming to PlayStation 4 for the, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, cool. Like... It's by IGN, so it must be legit. And I clicked on it. Uh-huh. And basically, they're just they're rebooting all the Jack and Daxter games on PS4. So, they're all going to be... Um, what's the word? Remastered. Yeah, remastered. That's the word. Um, and Including Jack X. So, so I'm, I'm bummed out that that you saw this this late, but that released in December. Really? Yeah. Wow. But yeah, no, and like, maybe they like, it's one like, of those things that like I've literally just been waiting and waiting, and like I look at it on the PSN store. I got a notification that in the UK it was on sale a couple of weeks ago. I was like, all right, here it comes. Give me that sale. I want to play some Jack and Dexter. Um, Are you excited? Be, for it? Yes, like I cannot wait to. I didn't know play that. through those games in HD. I had no idea that it was already out. Uh huh. I could have sworn that you had mentioned something about them remastering it, and then I was like, well, maybe he was talking about, uh, you know, because Crash Bandicoot right. got remastered. Right, and Spyro is coming and out. So, yeah, over. and so I, I knew that, and I was like, man, like, maybe it's just, maybe I just got it mixed mm-hmm. up, because it looked like, because it was like, someone, one of my friends shared it, and I was like, that's where it is by IGN, and it looked, the way that they positioned it, it was clickbait. It was, right, They right. wanted you to think they're making a new Jack and Daxter right. game. Instead, it's it's more so like, hey, if these remasters do well, maybe Sony will see that there's interest, uh-huh. and maybe they'll put forth the effort to... I just wish it wasn't a Sony game, because I wish that we could play it on Xbox. I know. I know. But, you know, there's also, there's also some nostalgia tied to playing it on a PS2. Yeah, I remember the Greatest Hits edition of Jack and Daxter was the very first Jack and Daxter yeah. game we ever got. Yeah. Like the maroon PS2 copy or PlayStation 2. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even call it a PS2 back then. You just called them PlayStation yeah. 2. PlayStation 2. And then PS3 came out. And that was like their thing. It was PS3. Yeah. It was, like, it was dumb as fuck whenever it came out. And yeah. it looked like the Spider-Man 3 logo. <laughs> yeah, so it's the Spider-Man font, which is fucking hilarious. And like the internet rolls and jokes about that shit. And it's even funnier now that it's come full circle and there's an exclusive Spider-Man game on PS4. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, Sony's going to take the font and start using it again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, you know, being being that little and playing those games on those controllers. But you know what I wish they would have done for Jack X is make it an online compatible so, game. Hilariously, Jack X on the PS2 had online functionality. And you could play with people online. That was like early, early fucking days of PSN. Um, but... The the remaster doesn't have doesn't have that functionality tied to it anymore. But we can still play split screen, so that'll be dope. yeah, yeah. I I really am kind of excited about 
grabbing grabbing that collection. We have to get jo- Josh over here so we can all yeah, play it again. Like get all the cousins together yeah, again to like play the it. old days. Oh man, that, that was so that. much fun. I love that game, man. It's crazy how much... Um, While we're at it, we'll get Dragon Ball Z, Budokai 3 or right? something. <laughs> I wish they would remaster all those old Dragon Ball Z games. <laughs> Fucking seriously, that'd be awesome. Like They they keep on trying to re reinvent or reimagine these games for Dragon Ball yeah. games, and it's just like... Fucking go back to Voodoo Guy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what Fighters basically is. Dragon Ball Fighters uh-huh. is is it's a super competitive, like low, uh, f- quick to pick up and uh, hard to master kind of fighting game. Uh, a lot like Street Fighter and stuff like that is in the art style of the manga and of the TV show. You know what pissed me off about Fighters? Kind of like uh, Voodoo Guy and like Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. Hunter is so good at Mortal Kombat that it's not even fun. I don't like to play. I don't like playing Mortal Kombat with him because he'll he'll pause the fucking thing and like he'll pause the fight in the middle of the fight just to like look at the move list and just be like I'm gonna kick your ass now <laughs> <laughs> and then he pins you in a corner and just like repeatedly fucks you up uh-huh. over and over again where you're just like flipping up in the air you don't even have time to like guard yourself every time you keep pressing the guard button. It's like the guy's arms just flail, and then he... I love how old we sound talking about Hunter beating us in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like, he just pauses the thing in the middle of the thing, and he, he hits you against the wall, you can't guard. He <laughs> <laughs> does that down, up, side to side, A, B, lefty. <laughs> but no. Down, right, side to side. <laughs> a, B, left thing. <laughs> But um no, it fucking makes me so mad. He's such a like like it's like using a rocket launcher in Halo 3. <laughs> it's like spawning on the pit. I have a donut in my mouth. <laughs> it's like spawning on the pit in Halo 3 and just beelining to the fucking rocket launcher. <laughs> exactly. Lobbing grenades in that hallway hoping to kill somebody on the other team before exactly. they can get to Like it. I don't understand. I don't know. Fuck you. I love my brother, but <laughs> but he's like that with like anything that he gets good at. He's like, okay, I'm gonna fuck this guy up. <laughs> this isn't even my final form. <laughs> and then like I play him in UFC, and he's just garbage at it. Which I don't understand how you're good at Mortal Kombat, but you can't play the UFC game. They're very different, Brandon. <laughs> it's way simpler. In Mortal Kombat, you have to remember all these codes and button mashing and shit. In this game, you have, like, it's the same fucking buttons all the time. Like, there's not, like, a down right side to side. <laughs> anything like that. I, I would say that UFC is a very different game. It is a different like, game. At its core, it's a fighting game, sure. But, like, yeah. there's way more. To, you, don't, you don't fucking grapple people in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> well, half the time with him, I don't even grapple him. Because he just like, starts to cry like a little bitch. <laughs> Because <laughs> he doesn't understand it, he doesn't get grappling yet, uh-huh. and so he's like, "Don't get it." And I'm like, "You just use the sticks." He's Don't like, get it. <laughs> but once you understand grappling, that game is way easier on the ground to do because everything that you like, if you move the right stick, it's really like it moves your hips to the right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To escape, it actually does. Some of the same stuff that, like, that's why you're pushing in that direction. Like, mm-hmm. if you press up, it means he's probably going to be pushing down and trying to stand up. Stuff like that. Mortal Kombat is just like, we're going to do left, right, down, up, down, up, down, up, X, A. <laughs> and then you throw, like, a And then a, a, a dragon comes out of right. your face. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, 
<laughs> and then the lead up to it, you just see like him like squatting like, and moving <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> and then the dragon just bobs out of his <laughs> If you're ever in a street fight and you see the guy starting to like. Start like ducking it and like swinging. And, and he just throws a random like low kick and he's near, near anybody. <laughs> <laughs> then you better fucking run. There's a dragon coming for you. There's a dragon about to come out of his face at you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I. Uh, I love my brother, but that, that is one game I do not play with. Yeah, him. that's some bullshit. And then I play him in Call of Duty because he's like, man, I'm good at Call of Duty. And I just fuck him up. <laughs> no, me too. He is so bad at that game. He's like, good, good. And you know what? The last time I played him, like split screen in World War II or whatever, he he didn't beat me, but got pretty fucking close. Yeah. I was like... Well, to be fair, you're not the greatest at that game either. Yeah. Like, Call of Duty is not my thing. Like, I was, I was, used to be good as fuck at that game. Like, I was like... You want to be one of me in Halo, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> I used to... Whenever I was playing Advanced Warfare, which I know everybody was like, yeah, fuck that game. But I, whenever I used to play that game, I was like, I don't know, like, fifth prestige or something stupid <laughs> like that. And every single game I played in, I was first place or second place. <sighs> Man, you know, video games are a lot of fun. But you know what else is fun? Hmm. Some Sunday football. Yes, yeah, sir. That's that's a segue for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You can take that to the bank and deposit it. Put it in your piggy bank. Put Ta- it. Take that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. You can put that in your safety deposit box and save it <laughs> for later. <laughs> for your grandchildren, and then maybe it'll appreciate over time. <laughs> I was watching Hard Knocks for, you know, the Browns were on Hard Knocks this year on HBO, which Hard Knocks is where they follow you through training camp and, like, all this other dumb shit. Um, so I was watching that, and, like, in one of the first scenes in episode one, there's some fucking, like, old, I think he's a quarterback, Drew Stanton, I think it was, um, who's, like, the third string quarterback. Anyway, he came up to the whiteboard and started talking about, okay, so we all make a bunch of money, right? And everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, okay, so if everyone takes $500,000 and puts it in a bank account, in 10 years, you'll have $2 million because of <laughs> interest and shit like that. And everyone's like, that makes so much sense. <laughs> but that was like the first 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> was him talking about accruing investments. <laughs> and it was like... <laughs> What the fuck am I watching right now? Um, let's see. Sorry, my wife is texting me. Um, but anyway, so this was opening week of the NFL season. On Thursday night, I didn't watch that game because I'm pretty sure it was not that interesting. It was the Eagles versus the Falcons, and the Eagles beat the Falcons. Bird versus Bird. <laughs> bird. <laughs> Bird, 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 bird. <laughs> they even play the NFL theme song. It was, just, it was like NFL on Fox, and it was like bird, bird, bird. <laughs> uh, two fucking birds. But, but anyway, so the Eagles uh, beat the beat the Falcons with the the phenomenal quarterback uh, Nick Foles, who's the the best second string quarterback in the NFL. He is a Super Bowl MVP uh, as a second string quarterback. Because, you know, that's the way the NFL works nowadays. You can be a second-string quarterback and literally, like a movie, go all the way through the playoffs, beat everybody, and then beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and win the NFL Super Bowl MVP as a backup quarterback. Yeah. 
What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, so he still played well. He needs to be traded. Philly, fuck you for keeping him. You probably should have traded him in the offseason. You're a dick. Um, but Carson Wentz is hurt, who's the actual starter, who's way better than Nick Foles. Um, and once he's better, Nick Foles will be back on the bench um, being sad again and probably end up <laughs> quitting the NFL. I don't like Nick Foles. But anyway... Moving on to the next thing that I care about, the noon time game with my father's favorite team, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Cleveland Browns, who I've been telling everybody this year is going to have a winning record. That means winning is more than eight and eight, which means it would be nine and seven is a winning record. So they will either be nine and seven or 10 and six at the end of the season. So <clears throat> the little bit that I'm actually going to interject into this mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jesus. Uh, excuse me, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to cough in your space, Jesus. <laughs> My bad, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus is the the little bit the little bit that I actually have on this is I wanted to point out the Browns were on. I would say they were on a thirty three game lose streak. Yeah, they hadn't won a game since twenty sixteen. Yeah, on a Sunday. They did win one game since then, but it was on like Monday or Thursday or something. I don't remember. So, that's that's it. They didn't lose this game, but they didn't win this game. Yep. It was a tie. Yeah, so that's what I was going to get to. So, the Steelers came out, and um, they played well at the beginning of the game. Uh, the Browns played well, too. I won't take anything away. Do you want to say this? Um Tyrod Taylor didn't do awful in the second half of the game, but the first half of the game, I was he threw zero accurate footballs. Almost everything he was throwing was way below somebody, way above somebody, um, just not even in that vicinity. But he was creating big, big, big plays all with his feet. So he was, you know, getting first downs by running. Yeah. He was, you know, I think he scored a rushing touchdown, something like that. Um, he was just making shit happen with his feet. If he wasn't a running quarterback, like he'd have been fucked. You know what I mean? That yeah. offensive line didn't protect him very well. And he was just having to run for his life and try to throw the ball down the field. Inaccurately. And so my thing is, you have college football's most accurate thrower of all time as your backup quarterback right now that you've paid a shitload of money to and that you know... Will probably be successful. I mean, there's there's a strong strong chance. He has a good. The Browns have a phenomenal team. I don't know why they went and got Tyrod Taylor because they knew they wanted Baker Mayfield. No idea why they went and got him. But Tyrod Taylor was a phenomenal addition until they went out and got Baker Mayfield yeah. the first overall pick. And then it was like, why the fuck did you just go get Tyrod Taylor if that was what you were gonna do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think their idea was that they wanted Tyrod Taylor to. Kind of help Baker develop. Problem is, Baker's already pretty fucking developed. And I'm, I'm worried about if he's sitting there too long. Does he get unhappy? Does he stop working? Does he, you know, what happens? Because he's never, he's always been the week one starter everywhere yeah. he's gone. And so, how does that affect you psychologically? How does he prepare himself every single week? Because Tyra Taylor almost got hurt in that first quarter. So, Tyra Taylor, like, you know, knock on wood... But hopefully, he doesn't get hurt. But if he does, how's Baker going to respond? I think he's probably going to get hurt this season, honestly. He runs a lot. His offensive line. Is that the guy whose leg kept cramping up? 
No, no, that was a defensive player. The defensive players, I feel bad for him because the Steelers were putting it together really long drives. They might not have been efficient, or they weren't scoring maybe, yeah. but typically every time they're out there, they're out there for a while. Versus the Browns, they weren't out there too long. Once they actually started scoring touchdowns in the fourth quarter, they weren't out there for too long yeah. on their drives. Um, and then in overtime, it was the same thing. They were going three and out, three and out, three and out. And so that last drive, where the uh, to win the game, they were on like the 30-yard line. Uh, they forced a fumble on defense. They came out, okay, let's kick a field goal. There's like... You know, 20-something seconds left. Um, they got the ball. It was a good snap, good kick. T.J. Watt, J.J. Watt's little brother for the Houston Texans. T.J. Watt plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He came out, slapped the ball, game ended in a tie. Yeah, that was nuts. That was absolutely fucking nuts. T.J. Watt played I've out. never actually seen a kick get uh, really? get knocked away like that, yeah. Really? Yeah, it happens a lot more often than you would think. Yeah, I, and we've talked about this before. I think, I think that there had been something similar in a game last year, and I didn't see it, but I had heard about it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Seeing it live yesterday was was crazy. Yeah, because at first you're like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "What the fuck? What did he just do?" Because obviously, you know, you see the guy like jump up to to block it, but it doesn't look like it hit him or anything. Yeah, exactly. It just fucking shoots off to the side real quick. Yeah, it just looks like he shanked it. Yeah. Like he just like, like absolutely fucked up the kick. But no, um Yeah, no, it was that was a crazy play. The Browns didn't lose though for the first time in in like two years. Two years they didn't lose. Actually, so last year so not last year, the year before last, they went one and fifteen. And then they went oh and sixteen last season. Yeah. And then somehow that same coach from those two seasons is still, is still here. <laughs> but hey, now he's 131 and 1. So congratulations on not being 1 and 32. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I bet, I've been betting my dad all year long about this game. So the Steelers played Browns twice. I was like, Dad, bet you $100 the Browns beat the Steelers at least one time this season. Yeah. The opportunity was yesterday. And it didn't happen. They might beat them next, like later on in the season. Let's see if Baker Mayfield's playing. Let's see what happens with Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell is their star running back, and he didn't play because of a contract dispute. But they had a guy named James Conner, who's their backup running back, and that dude killed it. He had like 140-something yards rushing. He had like 80 yards receiving. He scored two touchdowns, and that was their backup running back. So... Maybe they don't need Le'Veon Bell. Maybe they have a good running back there. Yeah. Maybe Le'Veon Bell gets signed somewhere else. Maybe Le'Veon Bell goes to like the Texans. Could you imagine the Texans with Le'Veon Bell? Right now they have Deshaun Watson, who did okay yesterday. Um, he struggled a little bit in the first half, but I think he ended up cleaning it up a little bit. But the Patriots did beat the Texans. Um, which is to be expected. The Patriots are one of the best teams in the NFL. <clears throat> and then the Cowboys got fucking creamed yesterday. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, that was a boring I, game. I had a feeling it was going to be a boring game. It was game. boring. It was one of the most boring games I've ever seen. Uh, Cowboys. Just nothing happened. Cowboys, that was one of the worst performances I've ever seen the Cowboys have, honestly. That sucks. Yeah. And it was... So, as I, I, I kind of talked to you a little bit about it before the, we started doing the podcast, but the, the issue is the Cowboys don't have any receivers. They released Des Bryant, who still, I think, is in the top tier of receivers. Yeah. So, I think there's like three tiers... Of like really good receivers, he's in that top tier still. Um, 
He just has a lot of personal issues, and no one wants him because of it, because he's kind of a dick. Yeah. Um, so, they released Des Bryant, who's a phenomenal athlete, but an asshole. Um, and then they have Cole Beasley, is their best receiver, who was mm-hmm. the number four receiver last year. Terrence Williams, who's probably their second best receiver, was their number five receiver last year. Um, they have James Hanna at tight end, which... I don't even know who the fuck that is. <laughs> and then they have fucking Michael Gallup in the slot, which I don't even know who the fuck that is. He's a rookie. <laughs> and then there's Tavon Austin, who's the number four, which is a phenomenal guy. Problem is, he's really small. He's kind of like a Cole Beasley. He's like five foot nine. Okay. Like 180 pounds. Jesus. Like he's not a Dude's big guy. He's going to get destroyed. <laughs> he's actually really good. He's been in the league for a while. He played for the Rams and then played. Um, where else did he play? I think he might have just played for the Rams and then come to the Cowboys. But anyway, um, he's fast. He's a kick and punt returner. He's fucking light, lightning speed quick. Yeah. He played He played in for West Virginia in college and was phenomenal. I think he was like a Heisman runner-up or something like that in college. But anyway, um, so whenever you don't have any receivers on the outside, including – so you're one and your two receiver, usually big, tall guys that can go up and get the ball. They don't have that in anybody. No one's a big guy that can go up and get the ball. Right now, you have a bunch of possession and speed receivers. The guys that are route runners that will get open a little bit if they can, but they're not going to go up. And, so you're not going to get a lot of down-the-field passes. You're not going to get explosive plays or anything like right. that unless someone gets caught on a slant route and one of those fast-ass dudes takes it up the field 75 yards. But people want to see the ball flying down the field yeah. and people catching over their shoulder. You're not going to see that a lot probably. Um, with these receivers. They need to go and trade somebody and make a move yeah. for a receiver. Um, I think they are going to trade for Earl Thomas, who is the best safety in the NFL for the past, like, I don't know, eight years or so. I think he's been in the league, something like that, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, 2009 was his last season in college. So what is that, nine years? Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So for the past nine years, he's been the best, one of the best safeties if not the best safety in the NFL. Um, and over, he wants over nine years, almost yeah. 10. And he wants to be the, uh, he wants to play for the Cowboys. He doesn't want to play for anybody else. Sure. He wants, he's from Texas, played at UT, wore number 12, like Colt McCoy in the same year. That's how I knew who he was, was because it was the first time I'd ever seen the same number on the same team whenever I was a little kid. Yeah, that's weird. Because Colt McCoy was number 12, and then Earl Thomas was number 12. I was like, what the fuck? That made no sense. Because when I first saw Earl Thomas, I was like, Kobe Coy on defense. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does that work? How do you have two of the same number? So in college, there's just so many kids on a roster, there's more than 100. Oh. And so uh, you have like 130 kids on your roster normally. And you're not going to have like number 132 coming into the field. Right. <laughs> so you just get some multiple numbers. And, and it's usually it's fine as long as that person is like a kicker. A punter or a defensive plays on <laughs> plays on like defense. Right. So like in defense, so in college, your number doesn't matter. You can be number ninety eight and be a quarterback. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. First in the NFL, you need to be number one through uh, nineteen. Yeah. You can't be number twenty. You have to be nineteen, number one through number nineteen, and then, you know running backs are twenty through forty nine, and then you know linemen are fifty through seventy nine and stuff like that. Yeah. So, in college, it doesn't fucking matter. 
So Earl Thomas was like, I like the number 12. I'm going to be number 12. Colt McCoy was like, I like the number 12. I'm going to be number 12. So they both were number 12. But whenever I was a kid, I was like, that is Colt McCoy on defense. <laughs> and um, it wasn't. It was Earl Thomas. And Earl Thomas was a fucking beast. Because he got an interception, actually, is what happened in a game. And I was like, Colt McCoy? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, no. So, I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> so the Panthers uh, basically fucked up the Cowboys yesterday. Um, the problem is Zeke is the best running back in the NFL right now. I still believe that. Um, everybody loaded up the, the box, the defensive box yesterday. So Dak was getting sacked. Zeke was getting fucked up. Like, yeah. there was no hope. Because they were just leaving him one-on-one on the outside because they are like, these guys can't fucking, they're not going to catch anything right now. <laughs> And every once in a while, there was a couple big, big. There was there was zero plays over twenty yards yesterday for the Cowboys, which is pitiful. There was three plays over fifteen yards, which is pitiful. So that means that only three plays went more than fifteen yards in the whole game. <laughs> so, jeez, man, that's rough. So that means the majority of your plays were fourteen yards and under. <laughs> Which really, the majority of them are probably five yards and under yeah. because they were just handing it off to Zeke. Zeke only had 69 rushing yards on like 15 carries or something like that. And there was just, there was nowhere for him to go. Jesus. And Dak Prescott was getting sacked like over and over and over and over again. That's less than three yards a run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking, he couldn't pass it to anybody. No one was getting open. That's the problem. That's where, that's also another reason why he was getting sacked is because. They're bringing heat on every play, so they're blitzing constantly, and then he had nowhere to throw it to. And the Panthers, you know, they have Cam Newton, Christian McCaffrey. I think is going to be one of the best young running backs coming up right now. Um, him and Zeke and Le'Veon Bell and um, you know David Johnson are are kind of the new breed of running backs that are coming out where they're powerful, they're fast as shit, they can cut, they can block, they can you know, catch yeah. the ball. There's like a whole new breed of people of, of running backs coming out. And, um, that's kind of, that's what they are. And Adrian Peterson made his debut for the Redskins last night. He's a legendary running back and he did really well. So that was good. I'm trying to think of anything. Ben Roethlisberger came out being skinny as fuck, man. <laughs> that dude like has been notorious. For being he did. Like, he did look really thin. He's notorious for being like the fattest fucking quarterback in NFL history. And um, he came out yesterday, and he was—he looked thin. He looked athletic. He struggled throwing the ball. He threw three interceptions yesterday, and like one yep. touchdown. Um, so three interceptions. He fumbled twice. So he had five turnovers just by himself. Yeah. And two of them. So both of his fumbles were like that's his fault. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? absolutely. Um, he. I don't know what he what the fuck he was thinking. But it's like he wasn't paying attention to his blind side at all. And so whenever he would cock back to throw the ball, it was strip sack. Strip yeah. sack. It happened to him. I don't know if I don't know if it was he had four interceptions and one fumble or three interceptions and two fumbles. Because one of them was like he was back here and he had like thrown it already, basically. <laughs> and it went straight and up. And it just went straight <laughs> up and then someone caught it. Like, like He caught it. No, no, no. That was Tyrod Taylor that did that. Was it? Yeah. Tyrod Taylor did have a play in that game where he threw it, 
and someone had like slapped his hand as he threw it, and it just went straight up in the air, and he okay. caught it. That's right. And yeah. then he tried to like look for someone to run, oh, and he got no. sacked. I don't know if that would go down as a sack or just like a reception and a tackle, or what the fuck that was. But... That probably goes in as a tackle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was, man. How long? How far are we in? Uh, about forty-eight minutes. Nice, 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 meaty podcast. Meaty, nice and meaty on the bones. Nice and meaty. <laughs> okay, well, that was fun. No more of that. <laughs> two, Back two, up a little bit. That was two bags of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's two sacks of meat. <laughs> you know what's really funny is um, I used to work across the street from like a, uh, like a, what do you call it? Like a Mexican meat market. You know what I mean? Like the. Yeah. Where everything's in Spanish, and there's just like, there's always hella deals there. I don't know if you ever go. They yeah. have like tons of meat. You just get this literal bag of meat. It's like fucking ten pounds of <laughs> steaks and ribs and all sorts of assorted meats. It's just two sacks of meat. People just being there. I want like for thirty dollars, you get like two sacks of meat. You know what I mean? <laughs> double double fist in the meat. Okay, well, <laughs> the, that's gonna wrap this episode up, I think. Is it? Yeah. I, I want you don't want to talk about anything else. Is there anything else you can think of that you wanted? Uh... I mean, I'm good. I'm good for this week. How's your life going? Good. That's good. Anything interesting happening lately? I mean, I got a new job. Hey. <laughs> uh, you excited about it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, today's actually my first day on the job. <laughs> going real well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hi, Danielle. Thanks for listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, started a new job and I, I am very, very excited about it. Nice. Um, we shall, uh, we shall see how this goes. Yeah. I, I think, I think it'll be very, This is, very this is something me. that like, as soon as you told me about it, I was like, man, this is perfect. Like, yeah. This is totally. I was so, I was so stoked for you. Like, I don't, I don't want to talk about the job itself too much. Yeah, no, that's fine. But like. I, I'm very excited for the opportunity. Yeah, and it's just something that I, I feel like, um, and Patty said something to me about it the other day, about how you and I both got to a point where it was like, what else can get worse kind of thing. Right. And I think that whether you believe in a greater power or not, something was like, you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take, I'm gonna take some of the pressure off, you yeah. know? It's like, it's like you got fucking... A boulder fell on top of you, and it was like someone's like, oh, pick it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then, so this is kind of your opportunity to grow. It happened for me, now it's happening for you. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, we're both, oh, excuse me, hopefully, in the next, um, you know, Over couple, the course couple of the next months. Year, yeah. We'll, like, we'll be we'll killing be, it. We'll be in a really good place, both yeah. of us. Because I'm getting caught up on bills still, but once, once everything's caught up, man, I'll be really good. And then I think it's kind of the same thing for you. Once, yeah. Once everything is good to go, I I don't have I don't have much that I need to fall into place right now, but it's it's big what each of those things are. Yeah, and so once those are taken care of, like things are gonna be good. Good man, I'm so happy for you. It's awesome. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's hard to find something to enjoy doing, and so that's that's always the key for me. Is I w- I used to leave places and people would call me irresponsible for it because I just didn't like it, and I'm like. Why why make yourself miserable doing something you hate every yep. day? I'd rather not get paid a lot and do something I like than get paid a shitload and just loathe my job. Yep. So Well, luckily you're getting paid a lot for doing something you really enjoy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean I'm lucky, but uh, and I think I think that's gonna be the same thing for me. Yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the key is 
You have to be happy and also be able to, to do the things you want to. And because you're single, man, it's like you're you're gonna feel like you're rich, yeah. probably. It's it's gonna be a, a, a drastic difference. Exactly, because you and I are both so used to struggling that now that like I have money, it's I can breathe and I don't worry about buying things. I don't yeah. worry about like whenever I go to the grocery store, I don't have to calculate. I, I hope that that this week right now where I'm like going day to day like scrounging for change to like eat food or mm-hmm. like man i could really use a pack of cigarettes right now it's that kind struggle, of thing man. uh I, I really think that this might be the last week i have to deal with that yeah exactly and that's the thing man is you just have to keep grinding and keep pushing and i mean shit gets better i tell people that every day like someone was talking about yesterday on facebook how they hit rock bottom i got on there and i was like look man like and who's like tagged his girlfriend in it or his yeah. wife or whatever I was like, look, man, rock bottom was the best thing that ever happened for my marriage because you don't realize how much you need somebody until you have nothing else. I don't think you realize how strong a relationship is until yeah. you have nothing else it to really lose. tests. It really tests everything. And it makes you realize how much you, you really need that person and how much they really need you. Yeah. Because anything that you're going through, that person's there with you. Exactly. And so, like, for, for me and Patty, like, we got to a point where we had no money and we didn't know what was going to happen with the car or how we are going to pay rent or electricity and, you know, stuff like that. And once you find your way through everything, it's like there is... It's like you're going through a jungle and there's just so much shit everywhere. You don't know where you're going. It's dark. You have no idea what's happening. And then it's like you just open these vines out of the way and this light comes through. And you're like, okay. And you feel so much more relieved. You can breathe. You're you're relaxed finally. But love always has a way to to help you through stuff. And people don't understand that. And that love is undefeated. And if you if you just can you know grasp onto that, and it'll carry you through anything that you're going through in life. Whether it's a relationship or your siblings or, you know, helping out your mom or helping out your dad or they're them helping you out. Um, there's always someone there whether you think about it or not. Yeah. It's just a matter of communicating. Absolutely. So. Well, I mean, I think that's a really good note actually to, to end this on. Yeah. Uh, super positive little 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 finale for you there. yeah <laughs> uh i hope you guys have enjoyed this week you know you can always find us on social media mm-hmm. uh at mixed us games for myself brandon is at brandon mcford on twitter and instagram yeah follow the uh two bags of donuts account at Ooh, two bags of donuts donuts. on twitter and i promise i'll start tweeting more if you follow it hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably that people go i know that for me like i start to follow something and if I notice they haven't tweeted in like three weeks, I'm like, I'm not. It's not worth following. What? If they haven't tweeted, then how do you even remember to unfollow them? It's not, like I'll go to like look at their page and like I'll follow them if it's like consistent tweeting. Sure. But if no one's ever tweeting or no one's ever posting no, or sense. anything like that, that, that makes sense. I'm like, As I'm a not new person, follow that. right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I should tweet more from it, and I'm going to yeah. maybe. Um, should. But okay, thank you guys, like I said, so very much for listening! <laughs> <laughs> that was a it, weird... looks, it looked like you were praying to some <laughs> demonic god just now. That was a weird way to he had his stretch. Hands, <laughs> he had his <laughs> hands on top of his head together in like a praying position, <laughs> and he just like... I don't know. Did that. (laughs) Whatever sound that was. I think that you need to clip that and put that (laughs) for the end of it. Thanks, guys. Too bad. (laughs) Donuts.